0: Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the The universe. universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming
1: back for more. That's UBNRadio.com. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. Hollywood's bad guy. And so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. Woohoo! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Howdy, 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 everyone, and welcome to One on One with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, and I am so excited to finally be back live on the air um a week ago today. I was laid up at Cedar Sinai Hospital under some really good drugs Not that I'm not on some good drugs right now I, as was, well. I was about to ask that question <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i had I had um Back surgery, I had my L5 disc replaced with an artificial disc, allegedly, so they say. (laughs) Um, And uh, so it's a week ago today, and I'm sorry I missed last week's show, but I want to give a big shout out to my producer, Mr. John Williams. Hey, it's good to have you back with us, Jasper. I'm glad you're recovering quickly. And thanks for uh, you and Dominic and uh, Aida Rodriguez doing such a great job last week. Yeah, she really did. She was quite amazing. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I want to say a big uh, you know, shout out to all my fans, all the listeners. They've been sending me uh texts and emails. I even got some flowers and um you know, you really find out who you know, it's great. You find out who people their their true character when when you're sick or not feeling well. Mm-hmm. So it, it it meant a lot um, uh, to me as well. Yeah. So I want to uh, please ask everyone to you know follow us on Facebook at One on One with Jasper Cole and Twitter is One on One J Cole, and you can go to my website. JasperCole.com, and there's all kinds of stuff on there. Um, we have amazing sponsors uh, that help us keep this show on the air. We want to give a shout-out in particular today to three of our sponsors, um, Extended Stay America, Advanced Auto Parts, and also ZipRecruiter.com. So check those out. Um, if you go on to the UBN Radio TV page you'll see those sponsors and all the rest of our sponsors and you know please check out they uh they always have specials and and uh, amazing uh gifts and all kinds of savings so so we're we're excited about that mm-hmm. but more importantly, I want to say a big shout out to our very special guest today uh, another actor fellow actor um, extraordinaire and I want to apologize to him that i'm that I'm not there, it means the world to me that he came in. But everyone, please say hello to Mr. Danielle Turner. Hey, buddy! Oh yeah, what's happening, Jasper? Yo, man, speedy
0: well, recovery, man, speedy recovery.
1: Thank- oh, I I appreciate it, yeah. and I want to say, you know, congrats to you on uh, on this uh, new job on on ABC, playing Mr. Mr. Curtis, who is. Um, you've got one of those great parts because he's he's a good guy, but he's not always a good guy. That's you know? real. He's, That's real, right there. He, <laughs> <laughs> he he likes to get in there and mix it up a little bit, so so to speak, right?
0: Man, just wait, just you wait. It's getting good
1: now. Well, I'm so envious. You know, I always say as an actor, I think soaps are the best training. Well, first of all, forget the training. I mean they're just great jobs in general, you know, right, to have. Right. So when people talk, people used to talk in the old days about, oh, it's amazing training, you know. I, I don't believe there's any sort of uh, hierarchy anymore with daytime, nighttime, you know, what whatever, web series. Work is work. Work is work. So uh, work is work. But I know, you know, Mark Teschner over there, um, Kathleen Gotti, who's a wonderful dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Our our own Carolyn Hennessy, who has a radio show here at UBN. Mm-hmm. She's been playing who the hell? She plays that bitchy attorney that she's been playing forever. Oh <laughs> yeah,
0: but she's great at what she's doing over there.
1: Yeah. So I know for you. Now let's see, did you started what in November? You just Correct. Went on in November, so it's already been A good four, five, six months of uh, getting your feet wet over there. Man,
0: six incredible months. A lot has happened. Um, You know, four-year contract, and uh, they're easing me in, but uh, the fans are wanting a little bit more, and so do I, man. I'm loving GH.
1: Well, and you know, you have uh, – this was not your first four-way into daytime. You were also on Days of Our Lives, Correct. Uh, prior to this, and was that with the amazing Marnie Sahida casting? Was yeah. she? Yeah, you know, had- funny
0: story. I went in uh, for Thug Number One. Okay, <laughs> I'm surprised. Hey, I'm it ain't surprised. that damn funny. Okay, wasn't but- number, number <laughs> two. <laughs> okay, so you you feel me? And um, you know, uh, I read for the part. Marnie looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, I did it again. She redirected me. I did it again, and then she says, "You know, you don't look like Thug Number One." And I said, you know, I don't feel like thug number one. And she says, well, timing is everything. So uh, I just got a a, a script and a request down from production, and they're looking for a doctor. They want a, a sexy doctor. You think you can be like a black McSteamy? I said, well, well, you know, I'm not going to say no. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Hello? And so we read it. We we uh, did it a few times, and uh, she offered me the part. And that uh, under five became uh, a guest star character recurring, Dr. Aiden Williams. And, um, you know, I was still finding my legs and cutting right, teeth, right. and I appreciate Marnie for that opportunity. And uh, tried to bring some life to Dr. Aiden Williams. Um, the pace was so fast, a lot faster than episodics. A lot of people don't realize that and they don't, so yeah, right. yeah man yeah. soaps move yeah. fast and so um you know I did four or five episodes over three years so that's a lot of days tapping the finger waiting for the phone to ring mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. but at but at the same time it let me know what it was and what it wasn't and exactly and it is fast-paced and it is not prime time slow
1: well you know it's interesting I don't know about you I I I I get I'm, I love the fast pace I come from theater and so um and don't get me wrong i every time I get a job I you know lick the sidewalk in gratitude i'm always i'm always <laughs> ex- excited but um i I love the hit it and quit it you know what I mean i okay. what, I love that fast pace um i I'm probably best <laughs> on take one or two anyway so after you know after three or four it's kind of like are they going to fire me? But, right. But, but you're right. I mean, the, 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 the pace. My friend who was on All My Children for many, many years said, basically, if you really want to do a takeover again, just fall down on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> she said, you know, unless the camera falls and hits you in the head, uh, they're moving on. They're
0: moving on. And that was one of the things when I was doing Days, you know, I was like, you guys are essentially watching my rehearsals. And so, um, you know, my mom would hit me up and say, son, you looked a little distracted on this one and on that one. So I knew when I got this opportunity again that, you know, I got to make rehearsals count. I got to make first mm-hmm. take count. And uh, yeah, ideally, we would like to get 40 takes or whatever. Uh, right, some right. people, there's two schools of thought. Some people like their first and second takes. Some people want 10, 15, 20 takes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it is good training. Uh, it's like theater on film. And so you do got to get it right. Because uh, you never know when they're going to move on. And they rarely well, go more than three takes, man.
1: Well, yeah. And, and then also what's great is the longer someone's been in the business, too, you know, you get to a point where you just it, it's just so nice to to have a, a, a pull up to a parking spot, you know, just to just to go to <laughs> go go to the studio and have an actual a job. And you, you become sort of like a uh, a repertoire company working with the same you know, the same people also.
0: Yeah, man. It, you know what? It's good to have a steady, steady employment in this town, bro. You know, four year contract, that stability feels real good after grinding for so long. So well, even exactly. if I didn't have a parking spot, I'm glad to have a job, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll still park on the street. That's you already fine. know. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> but so let's talk about your journey. You know, um, I know you started in chicago right you've moved around i know you moved around but you, it, were you born in chicago is that where it all started and then are you moved to chicago okay uh real in a nutshell born in tacoma washington but never
0: lived there and okay so after mama gave birth to me we went back to chicago where i lived till i was 10 after that we moved to northern california where i moved from the concrete to a dirt road in redding california
1: Oh wow! Live there wow. for
0: a minute. Yeah, it was pretty dope, though. You know, I got a lot of uh, cultural experiences, man. And you know, my brothers and I were the only blacks in school, and mm. so um, never experienced really any overt racism. Just curiosity, mm-hmm. but a lot of love. Got a lot of love right. for reading. And then we moved uh, in uh, eighth grade to uh, or something like that to uh, uh, Sacramento. So um, then, you know, just kind of found my way, high school and junior college in Sacramento, went back to Washington to play semi-pro basketball and then realized, you know, it rains too much for me, man. I'm California (laughs) through and through, man. And I came home back to pursue
1: my dream. Well it's interesting cuz you were you were the uh you were an athlete and I was just I you know I for me I was sort of the clo- I always said I was the closet thespian like I I really <laughs> wanted to act but I was the athlete it just it wasn't like cool and it, the theater wing wasn't like the cool department but I oh, secretly right. would hang out and but want to do that so for me you know I didn't pursue the acting till after high school was that similar to you did you sort of wait till you know you had sort of gotten through you know high saying, school? telling yeah. people
0: you want to be an actor you want to pursue that for a living is like telling somebody you want to be president or an astronaut you mm-hmm, know they kind of mm-hmm. courtesy respond and they go oh yeah huh, good luck with that and so but i always had art somewhere in my blood and so um i i tried to make it cool man i was a star basketball player but i was also a band geek and so I, gotcha. I played the trumpet, played the baritone and marching band and all that old stuff. And I tried to make that joint cool, man, you know, and, um, and, and, and maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but I had no problem with, uh, exercising my art, man. And as far as theater, um, you know, I was doing a little bit in school here and there, but, um, yeah, I just, everybody thought, oh, basketball is going to be his way out. He's an athlete mm-hmm. through and through. Mm-hmm. And so I always knew basketball would lead me to acting, or at least that's what I, I believed. And, um. You know, the good Lord
1: had other plans with the basketball thing. I ruptured my Achilles tendon,
0: and that was the end of hoop dreams.
1: Right. Well, no, you did uh, – you forward into into to modeling, modeling as well, right? You did – Yeah, I had uh, yeah. dabbled when I was younger.
0: Mom was a modeling instructor, and so I had dabbled with runway and then trying to uh, be an actor in Sacramento. There aren't many outlets. And so I would right. get into some right. of the schools, John Robert Powers and the Barbazons, And I actually at one point taught runway – uh, oh wow! W- walking. So I can teach brothers how to walk and even some women, actually, just because I observed it so much. So, you know, how to walk and, and, and do the whole modeling, the catwalk thing. I taught that for a little bit. And then I realized that was more of a cash grab for them. And uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't getting where I needed to be. And so eventually, like I saw many before me, if you want to be an actor, you can do local theater all you want, but you got to take your behind to
1: L.A. and make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, you know it's and it's interesting because it, today, especially with um, well, hell, I'm old. I moved, to, I think, to L. A. in '87. But you know, t- today with the internet, with YouTube, with social media, with all these venues and outlets and 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 mm-hmm. stuff, it 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 is fascinating how you can almost you know stay in in Podunk, yeah. and and build up some sort of um. Uh, experience or following, but ultimately I always say you need to be in New York or LA. Of course, now you can also get, you know, uh, it's funny. I'm from Georgia. I left Atlanta, you know, to come, to come here. And now of course, Atlanta is like one of the hotbed busiest, you know, uh, uh, hubs in, in the South right now in terms of, in terms of work. But did you, did you also go the commercial route in the beginning? Was that,
0: You know, it's Uh, it's funny. When I moved to L.A., everybody says you you need to do commercials as well. And mm -hmm. I was so dead set on uh, being an actor, you know. Right. And uh, I didn't want to model. You know, I'm like, I got something to say. Models are just clothes hangers. And then I said, (laughs) "Uh, commercials, you know, (laughs) hey, I don't want to be that. Yo, yo, you're the Dr. Pepper dude, you know. And so everybody was like, well, there's good money in that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not money driven. Never have been. And so I wanted my soul satisfied artistically. So it was like, you know, forget the commercials. Well, one day I got called by a a negligent agent who said, uh, yo, get there for this uh, national. So I went and that was in 2009. That was Coors Light. And I became the Coors Light dude in 2009. That was a great experience. I learned a lot, got me a lot of Mm. exposure and uh, put me, as they say, on the proverbial radar. And now I'm well, not opposed and, to, uh, to, to commercials because it's good
1: exposure well, and some good money. I, I call it uh, mailbox money, you know, Heck because yeah, I man. just, I, I love working one day and collecting, you know, if you get one that runs really yeah. well, you can collect for a number of years and it's like Christmas Day. You, you never know, you can open it up and it's 35 cents and it might be 35,000. Yeah, that mailbox visit is real nice she just she just never know right when you Man. when you get there um so i mean you're you know this has all happened relatively quickly <laughs> it's never quickly when it when when you're living the journey and you're and you're going through it you know what i mean mm-hmm. because you're still a young guy Oh. thank um, you for saying that brother Well, (laughs) you know the thing about well, look. Let's keep it real. You know, for actors, we can, you know, we can start at uh, 55 and have a career. You know, it's like we're character actors suddenly. You know, women, unless you're, sadly, correct. You know, Kathy Bates. They, it's just ridiculous. You know the difference in terms of
0: yeah, man. You know the saying: it takes 10 years to be an overnight success, and so. Th- that is almost uh the fact to the date for me and um not that I'm a big success but you know I'm pleased to be on this this show right now with you you know uh it, there's been a lot of seeds planted over the years a lot of student short and independent films mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that people will never see hopefully mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and you know a lot of falling on my face a lot of uh cutting my teeth man and it, it, it seems like it'll be fast uh, I had a fortune teller tell me that one day. She told me, based on your birthday, she says, I get a vibe, man. You were born in the year of the Big Bang. She says, uh, you've been grinding for a long time. Don't give up, because when it happens, it's going to happen fast. And that wow. was about seven years ago, man. I've never forgotten those words. And uh, it, she, it seems to be that she was right on point, man. Things in the last six months have been really, really moving fast, and I ain't mad.
1: Well, and, you know, I always say, if I have any regret at all looking back um, I just wish I had enjoyed the the journey. You know, w- w- sometimes as actors, we're we're chasing we're we're chasing this "I'm gonna make it" thing, and you don't realize you're actually making it while you're mm-hmm. doing it, and it's all part of the journey. So mm-hmm. sometimes I look back and I thought, "Damn, I wish I would have just enjoyed the process a little more," you know, because it's it's all. It, it's all part of what's making you where you are today. And let's face it, you know, making it. Well, uh, you know, we've we've all got friends who had a pilot last year and a big series that went for a season, and then for you know for four years they didn't work. And for me, the key is it, it, it's surviving those quote downtimes when when you're really tested. That's when you're really tested. Is when are are you know can you hang in there when suddenly you're not on the show yep. or you're not booking the auditions in and, the rooms, then, you know, a lot of people understand it really, it really starts to uh test you a, a, as an actor, as a person. And yeah. I always say, you know, God didn't give me that first job for it to be the only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah.
0: Right. Right. You know, mountain highs and valley lows, man. And, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of people come and go and yes. over the years, and I'm, as I'm sure you have. And, um, yeah, God didn't bring us along this far for us to fall on our face. And so, um, you know, you just – I tell people, uh, push your sleeves up, put your head down, do the work, and enjoy the process.
1: Yeah, and, you know, as as actors, too, the best thing for me – I don't know if you've been – hopefully been able to be on the other side of – casting. But the moment you get to get on the other side, you realize, you know, it's so not personal. It, it is so out of our control. You know, 10 guys can come in, just kill it, you know, just just blow it out of the water. And it's and and to any 10 of them can do the part. But there's always that one thing that another person brought, and they may not have necessarily, quote, been the best Actor in the room that day. Um, my key, I always say for actors, the key is when the same casting people are bringing you back repeatedly, over and over again. Th- that th- you know they don't bring people back that are going to make them look bad in front of their bosses, right. the producers. And so you you start in in L.A. You start to build a rapport with. Casting people, because I think a lot of actors forget, you know, casting people really are our allies. They really need us and want us to do well. You know, And they the, pull for us, you know? At the same time, I think casting should remember that.
0: Because sometimes they create a horrible environment. And, yes. you know, it, we're invited and that's our space uh, to create. Right. And so sometimes I think they need to be mindful that we're there to create and help them look good as well. And so, you
1: know, and you're right. And that's why I think when I think we all have our, our, the the ones that are so special that stand out because they actually go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that you're, you hate to say shocked sometimes, but you know what I mean? It's almost like, oh, wow, they really are. Because, you know, casting is a whole profession that's been sort of watered down itself. You know, yeah. their power has been taken away. Yeah. You know, they don't have the say that they used to say. Now, what I love about like a like a Mark Teschner um, or Marty, the people that have been at the soaps that are left. Let me tell you, years ago, I took an acting class from Mark Teshner. It was an ongoing scene study. Six week class, and to this day, it was the best class I've ever taken in my entire career.
0: Hmm.
1: In fact, it was like we we wanted him to continue, but you know, because of his casting, he couldn't. But I still, and he comes from the theater as well. But I still feel to this day it was one of the best overall uh, scene study classes I'd ever taken. So yeah, Mark is a good dude.
0: He's an actor's casting director. He he right. he roots for you, and this is why you know you go in his office and there's a, a credenza, you know, covered with uh, Emmy awards. In fact, he just mm-hmm. won a, a few weeks ago. Um, there's a reason why, and he's got such a, right. a calming way and a gentle spirit, plus a, uh, an, an eye
1: for talent, and um, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> And he's no bullshitter. You know what I mean? It's no. it, it's he's what he just tells it like it is. Yep. And you know, and that's the thing. You are you are surrounded by such amazing veteran um, actors on GH. Maurice Bernard. I mean, there's a, I mean, we can just go down the list here. Tony Geary, on and on and on. But um, were you was it intimidating at all when you first? Started, yes, w- yeah, with the history of the show, <laughs> yeah, in a word. Tr- yes. right now it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me two words, <laughs> hell
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I screen tested with Fanola Hughes. You know, I used to watch Fanola when I was a kid, so right. to have her knock on my dressing room door, I'm already nervous, it's already like the fourth in- uh audition. Uh, they already pulled the switcheroo on us. Now I'm not in a suit reading for a, uh, a district attorney, now I'm reading for a love interest for somebody. And now no longer in a suit, I'm in a T-shirt. And then I get a knock on the door and, and, and Fenola Hughes is there saying, hey, do you want to rehearse with her lovely British accent? And I'm trying not to be starstruck and I'm trying to keep my, you know, my jaw off the ground and I'm trying to keep <laughs> it all professional. And I'm like, well, absolutely. And then uh, I remember I, I made a, a faux pas at that moment. I, I, I said, you know, it's really nice to meet you. I've been watching you since I was a kid. Well, that's not the compliment (laughs) that you think it is. And I meant that from my heart, but she looked at me blankly. Her expression didn't exchange. It didn't change. (laughs) And uh, she just proceeded to read the lines. And so Mm -hmm. I realized at that moment, right, I won't say that again. Um, And so uh, then getting up on stage and uh, 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 screen testing with her was great. I just locked in and she was wonderful. and, And I went for mine. And yo, man, three weeks later, I got that call
1: wow that was a long
0: long three week uh wait wasn't it it was hell because i know from past screen tests if you get it usually you know that night and i have a one right my wonderful manager addison witt uh he told me uh you know we're just going to be patient and wait through the weekend because it was a friday Mm -hmm. and then you know the week comes middle of the week he's like well you know i'm still gonna hang on and i'm like man this has been a two-month process i don't want to have to just close the book on this and start over and then you know I get that call three weeks later and, uh, you know, they were like, ABC went in a different direction for that part. And I said, okay, well, you know, thanks for putting me out of my misery. This is from- me- my... Meaning
1: not your direction.
0: Yeah, they went with somebody else for that particular <laughs> part. And I was just like, I always loved, okay. I always
1: love when they say that. It's like- um, Yeah. Yeah, not your direction, Not your direction. Yeah. And then uh,
0: they said, but, and I'm like, but what? And then uh, my agent says, uh, ABC really likes you, so they're going to create a character for you and they're writing for you right now now every actor wants to hear something like that like the network loves you and they're creating a character for you and i was like wow they like the earrings they like the swag they like the whatever whatever i was bringing to the table so man i'm honored you know i'm grateful i'm thankful and uh this is just better than my prayers you know you pray for one thing and the good lord will bless you with something more
1: well, and you know, like I said, you're surrounded by such veterans. The produ- the current producer is it's Frank, right? Frank, Frank Valentini, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, everyone raves about about him as a, you know, as a producer as, as well and how he treats everyone and um now are you do they work do you guys work like um split shifts? I know like at YNR, you know, they do sort of like a half day they they divide their day in half people come in and shifts or are you all pretty much there at on one shift
0: oh they, no no there's people coming and going all day one day my call time's six another day it's three another day it's mm-hmm. 12 you know so we're coming and going there's what 40 cast members so they just keep it moving man it's a factory it's, it's a factory. Oh, well, yeah. a
1: very well oiled factory.
0: 53 <laughs> years in the making, man. Yeah, they know what they're doing yeah. over there.
1: Now, are you allowed um, with your contract? Because I know a lot of times you're able to do guest spots if they are approved, or you might have so many you can do a season. Are you still able to do, uh, you know, nighttime guest spots and that kind of thing? Absolutely. Whatever makes sense,
0: whatever's right, and as long as it fits in and around my GH uh, schedule, you know, that's mm-hmm. first priority is GH. But if we can get some of those, uh, you know, we go dark one, uh, the stage goes dark one week a month, and then three, okay. three weeks in the summer, three weeks around Christmas time. So there's opportunities to get it in and uh as long as it makes sense and we can work around the GH schedule yeah there's no problems there's no conflicts and
1: have you have you uh been a part yet of the of these fan events because you the, there're no there're no fans like daytime fans you know where they Man. have these greet greet meets and yeah. whatever big events that come together and yeah. have you have you done that yet well check it out i'm on the slate i'm on the uh,
0: schedule for uh Chicago and Cleveland, October 8th and 9th, and then uh, Connecticut and Boston, November 5th and 6th. I have the Donnell Turner event coming up uh, July 29th in Glendale at the Embassy Suites. I have my own uh, event during uh, General Hospital Fan Club weekend. And then, uh, let's see, uh, I go back to Florida on, at the end of this month, on the 26th, for um, Soap Fest. So it's uh, four actors from every soap opera. And we go on a cruise. It's called boozing and cruisin cruising and schmoozing. And so we're gonna yeah, cruise and meet the fans and and, and they spoil us for, for three days, man, some some dolphin diving or whatever. And the itinerary <laughs> wow. is crazy. Yeah. So I'm excited. That will be my actual first uh fan meet and greet.
1: But I hear they're insane off the chain and I can't I can't wait, man. Now um Everyone just joined us. We're of course talking to the amazing Donnell Turner from uh, General Hospital. Do you have your website? Is this on your website as well, where people can yeah can can follow? Well, you know, I don't have a
0: website uh, technically yet, but I do have uh, on my uh, Facebook pages, uh, uh, on um, Twitter Donnell Turner One, and then on Instagram. Uh, at Donnell Turner. So check me out because I have them all posted. You can see those dates. You can find out where to get tickets. It's going to be large. It's going to be great, y'all. I'm going to make it fun. I promise.
1: It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I said, because I have friends who've been on soaps and, you know, I, I've heard about these. Um, these events and you know it's interesting because you remember it wasn't that many years ago that you know uh, you know the industry had decided soaps were on their way out and you know Mm -hmm. they weren't going to be around anymore and daytime talk shows were going to take over and it's it's interesting i i love the fact that one that didn't happen um and two um i think of we lost a couple, but you know what I mean? The, 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 the the main four or five are still there and, and have proven in the ratings that they're doing great. So, yeah, yeah, whatever, four dumb, of us whatever dumbass decided to, you know <laughs> he's fired for sure well, <laughs> i
0: mean there's four of us that that made the cut um maybe they trimmed the fat i don't want to insult any other mm-hmm. shows by calling them fat but there were shows like santa barbara and generations and you know that have fallen by the wayside but there's a there's a strong core left you know y&r and Bolden, beautiful general hospital um and and, days. and uh, you know, I really respect uh, Frank Valentini, our, our executive producer, mm-hmm. his vision, because, uh, you know, we're competing with uh, DVR. We're competing with cable. We're competing with Netflix. OK. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. it used to be in the days you couldn't if you wanted a little bit of drama and, and sexiness in the daytime, you watched just soaps and you didn't get right. a lot of blood and guts and uh, and gore and sexuality in the daytime. Well, now people can go to those premium channels or Netflix. And so now we gotta turn it up a little bit on on these soap operas. And so his vision with bringing in me as Curtis, you know, I add a little bit of edge to the show, and um, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm pleased. And I like I said, I respect his vision.
1: Right. Well, and then also, you know on the on the um, the web series side of daytime, you have these uh, amazing shows: The Bay, Venice. There are these. There are these. Uh, soap operas that are basically web series and most of them are created by starring in produced by veteran soap opera stars as well Hmm. and and that's proven to be a hit in a whole other genre as well i think they're you know like most webs i think they're done in like 15 minute increments or whatever Mm -hmm. but um it just proves that the 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 audience is always going to be there i think for daytime
0: yeah absolutely it's a strong community, man. I'm learning that every day
1: uh you yes. know and it, it also
0: speaks to how tough the competition is out there. i mean it's no longer uh like you said, we don't move to you don't have to move to l a to get on i mean I'm competing with you know athletes reality mm-hmm. stars, mm-hmm. rappers especially, yes. You know, and so anybody with a following and you, you don't have to go in the room and audition for for casting directors to see what you got. Now people can go to your social media, see how many followers you have, and they'll put you on just because you have 180,000 followers. Doesn't matter if you can act or not. They know you're going to bring a certain audience to the table. And so for those of us that didn't really play the social media game before, we're mm-hmm. I'm still from the old school where let's sharpen this craft here let's 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 be a better actor so we can bring a better product to the to the program and um you know so that just means that we're competing with with other outside forces man and um it just changed the game up a little bit
1: yeah and, the, and you know the the beauty also there's for us as actors now there are so many outlets I mean between Amazon Netflix USA I mean there's there there are so many shows that people keep asking me Jasper are you watching blah 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 and right. I'm like what is that I didn't even know I didn't even know it was on right. you know what I mean so we there's such a plethora now of more opportunities for us as actors which is phenomenal yeah. I mean it just it just it it, it never ends and uh so I always say, you know, the beauty about a soap is it, they can kill you because you can always come back. You know, I mean, once, right? There's, you know, you look at someone like a Shamar Moore, you know, mm. and, and Sh- I I have great respect for Shamar Moore because Shamar, who you know, YNR criminal minds, he would graciously always come back to YNR. He would do guest spot, still does. Mm. Um, Made a statement recently that, you know, he's bored, already bored with being retired and may just come back to to (laughs) Y&R in general, you know, because people don't understand, you know, actors just want to just want to act. We just want to work. Well, you know, there's a credo that I heard early on. Writers
0: write, singers sing, actors act, and agents age.
1: That's right. So, That's right. Hey,
0: man. this is what we do, you know. You're not working and uh, you want to act, man, you, you go act. So I ain't mad at him.
1: Yeah, and so in in looking now at the landscape of of let's use, you know, let's talk about the whole you know, yeah. African American, uh, Hispanic, the whole racial situation happening mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in Hollywood, you know, daytime for a while was still um under underrepresented in, in many ways. I think Y and R probably was one of the was a little more ahead of the game, I guess. They had more and more there was criticism basically. Um and I know G H had been criticized at times for uh not having quote a a, a, a standard mainstay African American family, That's you right. know, let's say. That's right. Um but but that's changing you know you see the landscape changing there as well so
0: yeah i feel good to be uh part of the first cornerstone black cornerstone family on gh the ashfords and now we have the commissioner and then tj and then myself and it's the first black cornerstone family on gh and uh it feels good man to be a part of that tv guy did a nice little write-up on myself anthony montgomery and uh vanessa Mm -hmm. um uh antoine about mm-hmm. how they're calling it the Empire effect, and how Empire is having an effect on even daytime t v and right. so and I'm just thankful to be you know caught up in that because um you know looks good on g h
1: it's a good look, and you know what I've noticed too, which is great is for for many, many years, there was the stigma that you know uh, only beautiful people could be on daytime daytime. You had to be like. You just had to be breathtakingly, suddenly beautiful. And, of course, there, there are, and, mm-hmm. you know, people still look great. But I am, you know, you're starting to, when you turn on daytime now, you're starting to see a, a cross-section of real people. You know what I mean? It looks like a, a, a real town. It's not just like everybody is a step for model. Right. Um, and you've really let yourself go by the way no i'm <laughs> kidding so <laughs> fans were tweeting today about um, could he give us some fitness tips you know what's going on ah. here but yeah but but no i like to see that, that that even in the daytime genre it's it's opened up to more just good looking real looking people yeah. so there's not always this stereotypical you know perfect person on the right.
0: Yeah. No, you want to reflect society as a whole. And I, I, you know, I think it would turn a lot of people off. And I think it has turned a lot of people off when they look at TV and everyone is, quote unquote, perfect looking. And maybe right. that has given uh, a little more uh, room for reality shows to live because there's are these imperfect people, quote unquote, being real or being, you know. And so... Um, Again, I love what Frank Valentini's doing, uh, bringing in all types. And mm-hmm. it's just a real good look for G.H. And that's why we won Most Outstanding Drama at the Emmys two weeks ago.
1: Right. And isn't it, is it um, 50 years? 53. Is this the 50th? 53. 53. Yes, 53. It is the longest wow. running drama
0: on television, the third all time, but the other two shows don't exist. So we're
1: the longest and counting. Right. And do you feel that history when you're at, um, when you're there in the halls, you know, when you're there? Because they've been, yeah. they've been at Prospect for a, a very long time, Prospect Studios. I mean, you know, that's been home for many, many, many years. So I'm sure you mm-hmm. must feel that sort of history when you're, when you're actually there as well. I do. Um, especially when you pass, you know, Jeannie Francis in the
0: hallways, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel the history, man, because this is the only soap opera I ever watched. And, you know, 20, uh, 30 years ago, I'm watching Luke and Laura. And, uh, so for me just to be here to see Jeannie Francis, Laura in real life, to see some of these people from my childhood, you, you just feel it, you know, but here's a little Mm -hmm. trivia. Here's a little trivia for you, Mr. Cole. Did you know that Prospect Studios was home of, before General Hospital, American Bandstand?
1: Well, you know what? I now I remember. I I did not remember it till you just said it. Yeah. But I I I do now remember that. You're yeah. right. Yeah, it was
0: Prince's first uh a uh, uh, television performance too.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, and and you've got you know you've got your Grey's Anatomy. Uh, cast over there as well. I like that. Oh. But it's so funny. I, it, I live I live in Silver Lake and I always make the joke because I never, you know, every time I get a job, it's 70 miles away. It's on, loca- you know, it's <laughs> no. on location. I was like, could I, I just kind of want to, I just want to be that homeless guy on GH. I think there needs to be like that <laughs> one guy that just lays out in front of the, you know, the club or something. And just, I just want to throw a line or two. Like uh, once or twice a week. I'm I think fine. that would be great. That's,
0: no, I'm going to talk to Frank because we need you, that, and that seems you, to be a niche of yours. I I, I I've heard, and so yeah. Um, could
1: you just put a line? You know, I I'm at the age now. I don't really need to work that hard, <laughs> but it would be nice to just have one or two lines. About once or once a month would be fine. Once also, a month. okay. <laughs> once, you know, I'll run that yeah. by Frank. He's great. <laughs> run that by. Now tell everyone. Okay, so um, let's quickly go back over. Okay the these events that are coming up with the fans so we can lock into that okay lock it in we got
0: uh, october 8th and 9th october 8th in chicago 9th in cleveland november 5th in boston the 6th in connecticut uh stamford connecticut um we got uh i know i'm working backwards here let's see the 29th of july here in glendale i say here but in glendale um california At the Embassy Suites is the Donnell Turner event at General Hospital Fan Club weekend. It's an annual thing, draws people from all over the country. It's a really big deal. I'm blessed to have a two-hour spot where I get to meet my fans. It's going to be a party. There's going to be booze. There's going to be music. We're going to have raffles and Mm -hmm. auction off stuff and selfies. and It's just going to be great, man. Um, And then Soap Fest. Soap Fest in uh, San Marco Island, uh, Florida. And that is the 26th of May. And uh, come on, wow. let's booze,
1: let's schmooze, and let's cruise. Let's get it in. Let's have fun. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> and 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 before we, because time flies here. Before we go, what? you know, I, I guess if 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 you had to sort of give a piece of advice to a young actor out there mm-hmm. or a young actress, someone that's you know sitting in Kalamazoo, Michigan, or yeah. or, or whatever, what, you know, what what would you say to them in terms of pursuing? Pursuing their dream right now. Sure, man. Uh, I
0: live to inspire, motivate, and encourage. So uh, I would tell them, develop a thick hide. Believe Mm -hmm. in your product, man, and have unshakable faith. Roll your sleeves up. Put your head down. Do the work. Do the Mm -hmm. work. And what is for you will be for you. There are no guarantees. So enjoy the process. Never give up. And don't be trying to give in to nobody's shade, nobody's hate, because you know that'll get you nowhere there's always going to be haters so
1: just do the work and what's for
0: you will be for you
1: and tell them to remember everything they're posting on the internet right now will be coming back will be coming back back around that
0: junk will haunt you man yeah be careful before
1: shit will be haunting you (laughs) think think twice
0: before you push send yeah
1: yeah do not drunk tweet either that would be a good (laughs) good one well listen buddy i can't thank you enough for coming on today It's, it's it's a pleasure much much continued success with gh and with everything you have going on and uh hopefully i can you know see you live in the studio next time yeah and, man uh, yeah i feel got, i feel a got, little
0: bit gypped man i wanted to see you i want to look you in the face man no i'm just messing uh, with you man i got you i got your back pun intended nope.
1: no <laughs> pun intended right yes
0: <laughs> no well,
1: thank man. you again buddy take care much continued success and uh everyone thanks for tuning in it's been same place same time we'll be back Uh, next wednesday i do want to give a shout out to wrom all of our listeners in detroit it's uh detroit's number one radio station so they are listening as well and uh mr john thank you so much for everything always a pleasure jasper get well and uh take care of yourself everyone and we'll well, see you next wednesday take care peace out checking out one-on-one with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.